0: What's going on, men of standards? Everybody out there that's listening, yeah, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you, and you too. Before I start to say anything, man, I am greatly uh, appreciative and I'm super grateful that you took time out of your day to tune in and to hear my loud mouth for as long as I see fit to talk. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Man of Standards. It's your first time here, I'm your host, Jason Nelson, Man of Standard, and working my way to even be uh, more of a Man of Standard. Man, it's a beautiful day out here in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, nice, sunshiny uh, weather I am out here, my outside of the library while uh, I'm outside doing some talking. My wife in in the uh, building doing some talking with um, her social work group. So, you know, had to come out and support. Support. They didn't let me in. I don't know why they didn't. I wanted to sit in. I was like, I could just sit in the back and, you know, help take notes. She was like, no, nah, just just drive me in. It ain't going about your business. That's how I get treated. But, you know, anyway, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't I hope y'all day going good. Hope everything's uh, going well for you. If it's not, then, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know what you're going to do. What you, what, listen to my last podcast. You're going to turn around? You're going to go back? I tell people all the time when they ask me how I'm doing, I say I'm just putting one foot in front of the other trying to get there. But before I start, again, one of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball. I'm not talking about outside. Of, that, that, that ain't what I'm talking about. One of the greatest players to ever touch a basketball is getting his jersey retired tonight. And he had a ceremony uh, last night. One of the greatest NBA players that I've ever seen. Top three shooting guard, three-time champion, multiple all-star appearances. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the great Dwayne Wade. The great Dwayne Wade. Flash, some may call him. I call him Trey, 3 P. Three of three of them things. Man, I'm trying to tell you, I started watching basketball around um two thousand four. That's uh and I watched my very first finals, Shaq and Kobe, you know, the whole Pistons thing, they got, you know, the four one and everything. Ever since then, ever since watching that, then I watched uh Shaq go to Miami and I have fallen in love with basketball because of Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is to me. And I can say this, and people may take it the wrong way. Dwayne Wade is the best player, definitely the best two-guard that I have ever seen play. Underline, underline, underline that I have ever seen play. I was born in 1992. I didn't get to see Jordan 92 to 98, come on, man. Six years old. I ain't nobody. No, you ain't, I'm, what you remember from when you were six? And then, of course, the late great uh, Kobe Bryant. You know, and all his uh, accolades and accomplishments, but Dwayne Wade, you know, it was it was good to see him go out. And if you if you haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure it's all on YouTube right now. But that's not what we're talking about. I'm pretty sure Dwayne Wade is a man of standards. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, uh, in the and for the next two or three episodes, matter of fact, the next three episodes, we are gonna do a series. And I always like to talk about things that I know about. Uh, I'm never, I'm never the guy to uh, talk about anything I don't know about. You know, don't don't ask me about cars. I don't know a lot about it. You know, yeah, I'm one. You know, in, in college, I used to always tell my friend, "Well, it might be the carburetor." He said, "Jason, they stopped putting carburetors and cars on how, how long ago?" I'm just saying. Even though I kind of already knew that, I'm just saying that's something I'm not, I'm not expertise in. Uh, as well as with this topic now, I feel like I have a lot more experience in in it, even though my experience may not be as long as others, but the title of this new series, um, will be called Newlywed Husband 101, and I'll be breaking down all the things that I've learned so far in just, uh, just six, uh, five months of being married, um, uh, tell you some things that I've already learned, tell you some things that I had to um, let go of, tell you about some things as, as far as forgiveness, as far as patience, as far as uh, stubbornness and pride. And woof. that pride, that that, that P word. Well, I, I didn't know how much pride I had or how stubborn I was until I really uh got, got into my marriage. But um, one of the best things that ever happened to me in life was not only coming up to Memphis, because I think in times in our lives, our lives, God will lead us to places where we necessarily don't, where we don't know where where, where we're going. You know, he, he wants to take us out of the place of comfort, of comfortability. Uh, a great example of that, if you go read the story over there in Genesis of, uh, of Abram, of Abram, but before he came, Abraham, you know, Abram, you know, was, you know, in his, had his family business. Abram was seventy-five years old. Abram had all these things, and one day God told him to go out into a new land. You know, and he wasn't talking about. I ain't, I ain't talking about from Jackson, Mississippi to Richmond. You know, I ain't, I ain't talking about. He he told him to go to a whole new country. I ain't talking about from Jackson to Memphis like I was. He told him he had to he had to do some walking. But God knew, in order for Abram to become Abraham he had to get out into some unfamiliar territory but the good thing about that and what's so great about following God is that no territory is unfamiliar to him oh man i'm 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 about to get high hold on i got i got to slow that so what we're talking about today is like i said the newlywed husband one uh 101 and i'll be going through three episodes uh today's episode is going to cover what i've learned so far uh, in my five months of being married and also uh what are my struggles? You know, because we all got them, right. You know, every you know, maybe maybe you're not married. Maybe you have certain struggles at, uh in your own character or you have struggles at your job or you have struggles certain struggles in different relationships outside of marriage. Maybe uh you and your brother or you and your sister or uh, you know, maybe you and you and uh, you know, folk don't like me saying old oh, later, but you and your old later or you and you know saying you y oh whoever. You know Going through whatever you're going, and you have certain struggles. So I didn't, I never want to be held on this pedestal. Like um, I got it all together because I surely do not. Uh, I don't want to be held on this pedestal with Jason. Uh, Jason kind of squeaky clean and nothing else like that. I am not. Uh, and more importantly, I'm just now learning to become uh, a husband. I'm still learning how to become married but hopefully what I have to share today will uh shine some light on some people that might be thinking about getting married or some people that are um young and married. And and I've also learned too that it doesn't matter the experience level or the age. We can all we can all learn something. So what really inspired me to do this is um you know, I really wanted to sit down and talk about things that I knew and God for the last 5 months have has really been working on me as far as me understanding not just being a husband uh but also being the leader also being uh responsible over things that you might not think you're responsible uh for uh for uh he he's in, in my vows I wrote that you know I prayed that you know he would halt my uh halt my stubbornness and he's been working on that but let's um, start off. What have I learned about myself in my five months of marriage? Number one, I'm not good at arguing. That's just not my thing. I'm I and and I don't know how other men are. Maybe other men are good arguers. I am not a good uh, self-defense for myself. I realize that. You know, you know my my wife is very uh, crafty in her words. And my wife uh, doesn't forget things. That said, She, you know, she hold them against me and anything like that. But I, I, I've learned I've got to say what I mean and mean what I say. And I have to keep a track of it. But, see, that's not my thing. You know, i mess around. If, if I would not being recorded right now, I'd probably forget everything I said. That's why I had to write it down. I got to be a little book over here. You probably can hear it over here. I I gotta write stuff down, man. She ain't gotta write stuff down. She has got a mental file cabinet, and I be and, and you know, just like anything else, you can kind of say stuff and then well, this is what you said, and you can't you can't stutter now. You can't uh uh-uh, uh you 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 through. You done. You out of there. I'm trying to tell you, but I've learned that 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 that's not my strong suit. Uh, it's not saying that I'm uh. And, and, and it's just not my it's not my thing. And one thing my dad told me a long time Jason, you need to figure out what's your thing, because you will cause a lot of trouble doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing. If you if if, if you're not good at cooking, huh? Uh, if you if you ain't if you ain't good at cooking, you ain't got no business adding salt and pepper to anything. Now I get it, you can learn how to you can learn how to cook, but if you ain't if you ain't good, you know, if you if if you ain't good at speaking or if you ain't good at this thing or that thing, don't 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 go and do it. You know, don't just just don't do it. I'm I'm learning it. And and every every now and again I I be wanna kinda kinda get back, you know. But every time it is it, it, like a chess move. Check. I was like, man, doggo. I didn't, and I, and you know, like I said, I end up forgetting. It. Don't know where she pulled it from. And you know, when you're at that point of arguing, cause you done forgot what you said. And now you think it, is. Man, I might, might have said that cause last time I said what I said, but I forgot that I said it. I'm not good at arguing because I can't pull receipts. I can't pull receipts. But in all seriousness, I've learned that that's not a negative thing. You know, I learned that um, in, in my marriage, it's not about uh, defend defending yourself or, or, or it's not about, um, you know, taking up for yourself. It's about coming to a common understanding of what's being said. You know, I, I, I realized that me not having the ability to kind of uh, counteract in words is not a bad thing. You know, I'm 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 learning that certain things I can do, and certain things I can't, and that's okay. Because wherever I lack, I feel like my wife makes up for it, and vice versa. But arguing is not it's, it's not my thing. It's not it's not my thing. Number two, uh, if your wife wanted Superman, she would have married him, and wink, wink, she did. You can't do everything. You can't. You know, you 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 can't leap tall buildings in a single bound and get up and go to work on Monday. There are some things that you cannot do, and that is okay. There's no, there's, there's not a, a a stab at your manhood or anything else like that. There's just some things that you're not able to do. You can't do you you can't do do them all. And I'm the type of person that I like to do I like to do it all. It make me it make my chest stick out real big, and when I can't do it all, I I feel like a failure, and that's not true. That's not true at all. I I I work for uh, an architect firm. I always wanted to do that. Been been wanting to do that for like the last I don't know more, maybe about almost ten years, and I'm learning now, in um. Now that I'm in the industry, is that there's a lot of things that I know how to do, that I can do. There's a lot of things about my personality that attracts people, and when I go into meetings and 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 when I when I when I talk to certain people, there's some things that that's some characteristics about you that that I need it. But there's also some things that you cannot do, and that's fine. Don't be don't be a one trick pony, but also understand that you you. You're not able to, to 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 just be everything, and that's okay. It's the same thing in your marriage. It's okay to ask for help. Ooh, that's a big word. I'm trying to tell you. I told y'all about pride. I'm I'm when it comes to asking for help, that is another one of those big things that I have 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 to learn. I I I I gotta learn it, you know. It's it's it's. I see my daddy, um, in in, and, I'm, and I reference my my family a lot, and I just want to let y'all know that that episode is on the way. Where I'm gonna break, where I'm gonna literally talk about each one of my immediate family. That's uh, my daddy. That's my mom, and that's Kenny and Eric. But I see my daddy, um, his whole life just look like he's invincible. You know he he would he would go to work from four to ten he would come home he would eat uh on on Saturdays. he would help us clean the yard and he was so kind of from what we've seen emotionless. and he took care of all us he never complained about it and I always thought my daddy was you know especially when I got older was superhuman, and I found out he wasn't, but that never did. Take away what he did for me, what he did for Kenny, and what he did for Eric. It never did, and I believe that's what made that's what made my mama love him uh, love him even more, is because he was human. But at the same time, he did do some superhuman things. So now I'm not Superman. I'm better than Superman. All right, then. <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. So another thing. Roll, number three, roles change, positions don't. Men, you are not always the quarterback and she's not always the cheerleader. Sometimes you gotta pick up your pom poms and do some herkies. You know you I don't know what herkies is when they you know you know, when they jump up and kick out. Yeah go go to the high school or college game. you you see what I'm talking about or or whatever yeah and uh you you have you have to be that i um i learned even what I'm doing right now is in the support of my wife because she's also playing she's also playing the game too she also has goals too she also has a purpose too and you should you should be beating, you should be the number one fan. Always, always. When it comes, when 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 it comes to supporting her, and I had to learn that. I had to learn that you know she 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 has things that she wants to do. And I I also learned within myself I have somewhat of a, uh, of of a kind of selfish spirit. I I can say that. I can be honest. I'm gonna say I'm learning. I'm 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 getting fixed just like you getting fixed every day. Still a man of standard, but I realize that, you know. I have to always be. You know I have to support her the best way that I can, and it's not about oh you well know, because you you know a man and all this other stuff. I know I know y'all you know, you know. But you still you still go out there and you, and you support. And one of the one of the last one not all but one of the last things I wrote down is that I'm favored more now than ever in God's sight. You know when I when when me and Labrea were dating, I was going through a lot. Of, I was going through a lot with the with the job I had. Like the job I had, uh, I was going through a lot with uh, financially, and even before LaBrea, I tell LaBrea all the time that you are a human form to me, God's grace and mercy. You really are because I've been stupid, I've been dumb, and I've been foolish, and that ain't all at the same time. It's been it's been sprinkled everywhere. It was it was you know. Maybe Monday I was dumb and stupid. Maybe Tuesday I was foolish and, and and dumb. And maybe maybe Wednesday through Friday I was stupid and foolish. But when she came into my life, it was a it was a just a picture of God's grace and mercy to me and how much I was favored. How much uh, at, at, at my old at, at, at my old job I was getting more responsibility. How my money was getting a whole lot better because I knew that I had to had to be a better manager of it. I had to be a better steward of it because I was on my way again uh, to getting married. Through and, and, and even through that, I I got a brand new job. Uh, we ended up getting us a brand new house. We ended up getting married. Uh, started collecting more money together. You know, start meeting other people. You know, we, me and Lebreux got this thing. Is when we go into, when we go into different, uh, we go into different places. You know, we always clown. We always cut up. It's never, it's never a normal day. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's a rarity. But we vibe so much with each other. It's almost like a, in it, and, and it fits so effortlessly. You know, one of the big things we always tell each other even even when it's hard, it's easy. Now, I know y'all saying where well, y'all, you know, some people out there, well, it's already been five months, y'all still got to, but it's always been like that. It's always, it's even in those most difficult times, and, and just, and my mom told me one time that, Jason, y'all might, y'all, you know, it's good that y'all like that now because the true fight is way down the road. But we always tell it, even when it's hard, it's easy. And God has shown me that that Jason, I could take you to me. I could have took you to many heights. But Jason, before you did that, you had to learn. You had to learn how to love your wife, be there for your wife. And Jason, you had to learn to, to find your wife too. And I'm just so just appreciative of that. And two things, and this this is going to be something I touch on in, in further episodes. But God taught me two things when it comes when it come to her. Y'all open up your ears. Don't go to sleep just yet. Two things when it when when it, when it comes to her. These are the two he didn't reveal to me, and he's gonna reveal some more throughout my marriage. He said, Jason, two things you need to be number one in. Jason, in your house, you should be the number one servant. Being 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 the man of the house, Jason, don't mean that you a dictator. Don't mean you rule with iron fist. Don't mean that you throw your weight around and anything else like that. If anything, Jason, being the head of your house I mean you the number one servant. I mean you you if don't nobody should be out serving you. When it comes to your wife, when it comes to your future kids, when it come inside the home, you know one of the one of the big things <laughs> and, and this to sound bad. One of the big things. See, I was I was raised kind of traditional. And uh so my dad would work and my mama stayed home keeping children. So my mom would always cook, always cook, always cook, and I mean always cook. She would always cook and she would always put my dad's plate to the side, put it in the microwave and my dad had this this big blue cup, uh, that she would fill with Red Kool-Aid, blue Kool-Aid, or Coke, or whatever, and he would he would always add it, and my mom would always she would either clean, or uh or, or or we would clean, and my dad would work and come home, but I did not know, or I did not ever I didn't ever pay attention to how much my daddy was doing on Sundays, or in the latter years when um he went through his surgery, how much serving he was doing. My dad started cooking. My dad started washing dishes. He he started doing all that and even when he was working, he was doing that on Sunday. And I thought my I you know, you know, like I said, you know, don't don't, don't, don't get mad at I thought myself, man, if I'm working if I'm working all day, man, I ain't I ain't going and cleaning anything. At least not you know, if I'm if I'm if I'm off, yeah, of course I would, but but I really, but God showed me that Jason you are the number one servant. If don't nobody else want to pick up paper, if don't nobody else want to want to wash the dishes, if don't nobody, if y'all get into it, and you still have to serve the number one, you still got to serve. Me and my father in law was juggle uh what uh, day, and uh, we were talking. And he was bringing up a situation that I don't know happened a long time ago or whatever, like that, uh with him mother in law. Uh, and he said and he said he said, Well, I ain't gonna do that and then you know, he said he looked he's like, Well Jason, you just can't say you ain't gonna go to work. That just don't sound right. <laughs> 'Cause it don't. And you just can't be like, nah, I ain't going to go nah, you still you still gotta you still gotta do. You still got to do exactly what 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 God what what your job title is. You still have to serve. And the number two thing is, Jason, you have to be the number one sacrifice. Nobody in your house should be giving up more than what you giving up. Everybody, if y'all ain't got no bed, everybody need to sleep on your back just so they ain't got a hard floor to sleep on. Everybody else get covered if if you have to be the number one sacrifice. And Jason, that's just not in the thing. That that's just not in the physical things that you give. That's in the that's in the emotional things that you say. You know, I realize that you know one of the toughest things for me was for me to do is like I said that that pride thing coming in again. It was hard for me to say I'm sorry. It was difficult, and it was even to one point in time because, you know, I felt like I was saying, I'm sorry a lot. It was one point in time, I told good Lord, I was like, nah, hey, nah, not this time. And I don't know how the good Lord be in y'all here, but he, he kind of, in mine he kind of got my person, uh, when I got his personality. He was like, all right, okay, so you ain't going to do that. I mean, you know, <laughs> one second, I was like, nah, I ain't. I ain't I ain't, I ain't apologize. So I thought I was gonna go outside and do a little yard work, and I was picking up some sticks. And you know, I'm already mad. I'm really I'm mad because I'm confused because I don't know why I gotta say sorry. I done forgot what happened. Uh, <laughs> and I take one of the branches, and I was like, hey, "Good Lord!" Like, you go over there? You know, and I was like now, nah. and I threw one of the and I threw one of the branches in, in fear. Man, did y'all not know when the branches came back and hit me in my face. I was like, come on. But I realized I had to be the number one sacrifice. I had to be there. It's not, it's not, it's, you understand what your role is. Find your, let God find you blameless. I am learning so much about being being a husband. Not just about being married. Not just about having a wedding day. Because it's bigger than that. I'm learning that I have to sit down and I got to communicate what I'm feeling, and that's tough. You know, growing, raised how I'm pretty sure a lot of other men were raised. We weren't raised to show uh, emotions or to even talk about our feelings. That's just something we just weren't raised to do. And now you're married, and you have to uncover a lot of this stuff. You got to, you got to, you got to talk about a lot of this stuff that you really can't put a put a name on. I had to do that. I had to learn how to communicate. I had to learn how to be patient. I had to learn how to shut my mouth. Oh, look at, hello. Hello. Go start turning off the podcast now. I had to learn how to be quiet. That's tough of me. As you can see. I had to learn how to man, I I had to learn that something don't deserve a reaction. It's better to keep peace sometimes, Jason, than to win. That's, that's, that's what that's that's somebody that it's better to keep peace sometimes than to win. Now you pick and choose when that is. Just like how how everybody be saying, pick pick your battle. Then you have to, you you gotta pick. You want peace or you wanna win. For somebody, what I learned so far, you can't have both. You can't you cake or either two. You either gonna win or you're gonna have peace. <laughs> you just that's that's it. That's all that's that is it, and I want to really uh dive into dive into my struggles real quick before before i let y'all let let y'all go about y'all little sad um and I'm just gonna list them out uh just all together, and I've put them in uh order of the ones I struggle with the most <clears throat> which would be number one and ones that i uh struggle with the least. Uh, number one is my pride. Number two is stubbornness. Number three is uh, I'm emotionally sheltered. I keep a I keep a lot of stuff in. Um, being married to my wife has made that has made that a lot more easier, because she has created a safe haven for me to share, for me to uh, be unfiltered, for me to not for me to be for me to be Clark Kent and not. Superman all the time, and that was one of the greatest things that uh, that I love about about my wife is the fact that I can come home, and I don't have to put on airs. I can come home, and I can, and and, and I can lay all that all that stuff right right there in the kitchen, and sit and talk to her, and she'll listen. And not only will she listen, she'll give she she'll give me some right on good advice. she'll she'll sit there and diagnose and that's one of the greatest things about her profession. She'll sit and she'll diagnose and then sometimes, y'all know it's me, you know, sometimes she'll tell us some stuff we don't want to hear. Like, when I come in and I'm saying it's somebody else's fault, I want you to agree. I don't care if I I ain't right. I want you to agree. But she be like, no, Jason, that's your fault. Then I just go in my room and I pretend like I ain't here. Because, yeah. supposed to be on my side number four a listener of response i talk, i talked i talked a little bit about this uh earlier i am not a listener of understanding you know i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to jab back real quick i'm trying to listen to to just get my next point out and she's and she's taught me to just sit and just understand what's being said before you say something Sit back and really take in what what I'm saying, because a lot of times it's not it's not anything going against what you're saying it's just a different perspective i'm 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 I learned that 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 you have to listen to just understand and not listen for debate. Just listen my daddy tell me that just listen all you have to do is just listen, and that's all for me. Because when, like I said, when when it's something that's going against, I'm I'm looking at it as debate. When you really should be when you really should be taken in and trying to understand what she's saying, what what she's saying. Tough, it's tough. Number five, obedience. I don't lie to y'all. I don't like to be told what to do. I told I told my boss that before at my lads, I don't like being told what uh, what to do. He said, well, why are you getting married there? I'm for real. I just don't, I do not like being told what to do. I'm stubborn, and I'm proud. I'm like an old bull. I was, I, me and my wife was going to uh, Kroger one day, and uh, I was looking for a spot, and I was already frustrated, and uh, she said, why don't you part right here? And I don't know what in me, like, it was <laughs> It, it, it sounds silly. I was like, man, I ain't parking there because I ain't see that space. And it was a close space, too. I was like, no, that ain't the space I want to park in because I ain't, I ain't come up with it. It's silly, y'all. I ended up parking probably, <laughs> probably another four or five spaces up because that's the one I chose. And she just looked at me. Y'all pray, y'all pray for my wife. Pray a script. But more for me, I'm impatient. Uh, i i'm i'm spiteful that's a that's a that's that's one that uh i know i have within me but i'm glad it it's never got to the surface of where i where i acted upon it um and me and labrea do a good job about uh for uh, in our marriage as of right now about not pushing our buttons. And making it plain that there's some places that we we just don't want to go with each other. You know what I mean? And it's and it's a good thing that we did that. And that's one of the beautiful like I said, one of the beautiful thing about uh me and my wife is that I finally got somebody I could talk to and say, Hey, that bothers me. And if you could please not do that, that would help me out. Now, that ain't that ain't with everything, but it for the most important thing, that that in in her word that triggers me. I would really appreciate if you that, that didn't trigger but but spitefulness is one. And eight was one was kinda a sleeper that I had to kind of sit back and think about. It. My number eight is one that I just kinda learned about myself. It's my humbleness. And it all kind of goes like I said, it all ties back into my pride and everything else like this. I find myself sometimes not being humble. I find myself giving myself all the credit. I find myself uh boasting with you know, with the accolades that I think I've I've uh I I've I've received or I uh, you know, I I, I deserve. I find myself being unhumble, and I pray daily that I'm always reminded that the things I do from the pod, from the podcast that I do, that one day will reach millions of people, to you know, the things I do at my church, to the things I do at my job, to the very things I do in my marriage and in uh, different other relationships. I realize that that's not me. I realize that. You know, you know me and my me and my wife just got um just got us some you know some new bedroom furniture, and you know I like I'm you know my my love language like, I like words of affirmation, and it's not like I love you, Jason. It's like it's like Jason, thank you for putting for putting up the bed, or Jason, thank you for or thank you for cutting the grass, or thank you for all this, and and I soak all that in, and it makes my chest poke out big. But I pray to God every day that He, that I would humble myself before He does in every aspect of my life. That is not me. You know, I get you know I get complimented all the time about being such a good person. My my mom and my dad they get complimented about about uh, us, their sons. And I just pray to God that He that 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 I would humble myself and I would always thank Him. For for me being a good husband, or for me being uh, a good production manager at my job, or for me being a good church member, or for me being a good brother and everything, because it's not me. I'm telling you, I've learned so much in just the five months, and I've learned also that my relationship with God has to increase, as in my relationship with myself has to decrease. Because a lot of things on this list, I wouldn't have known about the sac- uh, being the number one servant, number one sacrifice was something God told me personally. I wouldn't have heard Him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been effective in my marriage if I didn't seek after God. I can't. You can't. You can't be effective in anything good in life unless you seek after God. And I realized, and I got to the point in my mar- uh in, in my marriage, and just like I said, and just. This the five months that I that I realized that God I need I need you to show me how to be a husband and how to love the very gift that you gave me. Because like I said, it's just not just a wedding day. After that, things, things get real. Things get things get easy if they if you want them to. And one of the first things God told me is, like, Jason, you pray for. You like to be, you like to be the big, you, 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 either big king or you ain't that you either the king or the piss. That's what you want to be. You don't see, you have to learn how that pride can be nowhere near in your winning. It'll be your downfall. And I've learned that. That's been, that's been my biggest one. But I've also learned the things that I do, that I do possess is me being a servant. I love I love doing stuff for my wife. That's like it's you know that's that's like the bee's needs Like we like I said we we just bought um this uh this bed frame, and I was so excited to get our work just so I could put it up and have it up for her before she got there. But we had to get some more stuff. But it's put up now, and that thing ain't nice. If I do say so myself, uh I didn't build it from scratch, but I I got the screws and I screwed the screws on. So, it was a good day. I, I basically built it from scratch. Yeah, you know, uh and I didn't use no power tools or nothing, it was all script. So yeah. It was a good day. But that is that that's that's where I'm at right now in my marriage. That's where I met uh hus and newlywed husband one on one. Still got a lot to learn, still got a lot of things to explore, but man, it is so exciting being in something God ordained and God driven and God planned. So men understand. We're going out today. Next episode will be coming out and uh you know what, in the next next two days. I'm gonna start putting myself on a on a um on a schedule, uh, because I love doing this. I like talking and I like sharing about me and about and maybe sharing about me can help another me out there that might think they're the only one struggling or another newly wed husband or somebody else is thinking about getting married. So this has been husband one-on-one, going down it again. Uh, What have I learned in five months of marriage? I'm not good at arguing. It's all right. If you ain't good at something, just don't do it. Uh, If your wife wanted Superman, she would have married him. And guess what? She did. Congratulations. Roles change, positions don't. And lastly, I'm favored more now than ever in God's sight. I challenge y'all today, man. Y'all take a sheet of paper and you write down. You know, all all the uh, all the men all the men out there who are married, write down what you learned so far in your marriage. And share it. Comment on my uh comment on my on Anchor or uh Apple Podcast. Or I'll be posting this on Facebook, uh Jason Jason Nelson. You know, follow me on Facebook or Jason Jason Lyrics on my uh, Instagram. Uh you know what I'm saying, J S O N underscore L Y R Lyrics, underscore. That's lyrics with it is. I gotta, I gotta forget how to misspell it, but it's okay. because I got my degree. Uh, you know, Rose, right? And you take and you list down what you, what, what you're good at, what you're not good at, or DM and share, cause I would, I would like to know, because it might be some stuff that you ain't good at that I'm good, that I ain't good at, and I didn't know, or it might be something that you are good at that I'm not good at that we can collab on. But take some time and write down, and then also write down your struggles. But men who married, and men who think about getting married, and what are you gonna do to better those to better those struggles? Struggles. You had those struggles. Now what you gonna do? To, what you gonna do to work them out? What you gonna do to be better? What are you gonna do to 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 to, to go beyond? It's always good, to Understand. Before I go, I always like to give a shout out to the podcast that I'm out here listening to, or the blogs that I'm listening to. And uh, yeah, I'm a little bit biased because I know both of these people, but that's okay. So, what you want to do? You want to go to God Speed. Prosper the God Speed. I'm sorry, my bad. Prosper the God Speed. You want to go over there. You want to look. You want to listen to every podcast. I'm talking about one through. I think he just put out one today. My guys out over there working, Mr. Jawante, and God, praise God, and he is doing his thing. He's uh, he, he he he's up and coming. I said in my last in, in my last last podcast. Monte is a fitness guru, and he is one of my best friends. I've been cool with him for a long time. And also, 3pme.com is the blog. Um, it's my wife's blog. It's covering everything, and she has this. This past week, she has had a great, great week. But in order to know what that is, you're gonna have to go uh, listen to a blog. So go there, share. Share uh three dot com. Share uh prosper to God speed and also go to navigating the Nelsons on YouTube. That is me and my wife's YouTube channel covering everything about uh Christ like marriage and young marriages, you know, educate all that stuff. We we we, we covering it all. Go over there, check all of them out, and share, 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 because somebody out there need it, right? Just like just like y'all need this podcast, y'all share with me a podcast, and I'll be mentioning them on the next podcast. So it's always good. Men, status. I talk to you next time. I'm